you first and what you're trying to do. What's going on? So we always take it back to that point about understanding what's going on, what's been done before in the past, mm -hmm. trying to get a good grasp of what you want to see in the future. And then and only then do we make recommendations. So we're not going to walk in here, I got the greatest things to slice bread, you need to get this product now. We want to first understand. Okay. okay, so that's step one. Paul here is part of our dynamic group. And, um, you know, Total Comfort, actually our real start in the industry was mostly just HVAC. And we're a franchise of what they call this link organization. Mm -hmm. And that link organization is like over 150 contractors across the country and then we have other ones in other different countries we got guys I want to visit the one down there in the Grand Caymans because they yeah. have a real good spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, and we have certain practices and everything else but a lot of things we do are really just like centered on only HVAC mm -hmm. so we have the dynamic group right here that works with us that helps us take a look outside the box okay. and like Paul and I have worked and I'll, I'll leave it up to you and I'll let you speak next but Paul and I have like looked at buildings like uh, Nephron for pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. about how they're uh, utilizing their cooling towers compared to how they're using their chillers and everything else and starting to report back to them. It's like, you know, they're, you're, you're living on a precipice. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, they don't think like you about demand and everything else. They're just trying to get product out the door. Yeah. Right. So yeah. our focus <laughs> with them is helping them get product out the door. Yeah. You know, it's full steam ahead over there. You know, forget about it. We just need to get product. Yeah. And you're trying to keep cost under control. Mm -hmm. So it's two, that's why I said we got to learn. Yep. What, what your thing is. I'll let Paul introduce himself. I'll talk too much. So, yeah, Bill mentioned Dynamic. Um, we're just a, a group within Total Comfort Solutions. Um, I normally work out at Greenville. Um, typically, I'll get involved with customers when they have some sort of energy goal or objective or to help a project guy put something together or uh, help engineer solutions. Um, so I kind of just float around between our six, seven offices as a uh, internal consultant. Okay. Um, so when an existing customer has like an initiative going or maybe they want to help come up with a goal um, I have a consulting background and so now I just kind of do that internally with specific customers um, so yeah. yeah that's about it like a lot of the companies we have as customers right now they're mostly foreign owned customers so now they have this all this gold by 2030 okay you know having a net zero carbon footprint yeah so that Paul's gotten involved with a lot of those people like how do we help them achieve these goals? Because the local managers here in the USA have to report to the to the mothership yep. about, oh yeah, I'm making I'm making improvements getting to that step. Yeah. And so it's foreign for a lot of us here in the United States to think the same way they think over in Europe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's another thing about learning. Mm -hmm. We gotta learn what the every step about this is kind of learning what the needs are. Yeah. So I know you I know you do ice banking. Mm -hmm. You have to show that you get towers and you get a lot of complex systems. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do, what kind of control system are you using right now? We've got an Allergen control system. Okay. Um, it's been installed for about six years. And we do, like I say, do optimization with uh, on peak. We shut the chillers down, shut everything down except for pumps, you know. Um, yeah. So that seems to work pretty well in the summer changes versus winter changes, um, but winter is another opportunity where we can save more because 
kind of set up to do tower free cooling. Um, yeah. And this past winter, I was kind of messing with our heat loads in our building are not that great. That uh, you know, really 45 degree outside air temp and below, I don't really even need cooling. Yeah. So uh, I've just been been playing with different opportunities there. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because we're, we're in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm always famous as saying that we only really have three days of real winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, so how do we, you know, we do have those mild days and everything else in there. The, the other thing we got to play around with or is watch out is humidity levels. Yep. Because that's another thing where, by how many swamps down here? Yeah. I'm, a, I, I'm not, a, if you probably picked it up, I'm not from here originally. I, I hear that. <laughs> okay, so... But the, the thing is, for an air conditioning guy, I can't think of a better place to be. Yep. I mean, this is like, they need us. Hot and humid. So I'm a, I enjoy it. I love being down here. But I also like the challenge of finding out solutions to how we can help people mm -hmm. move along. Because that's actually, I think, we do best. Yeah. So I just asked you to do the, the banking. You got Alton Controls. Mm -hmm. um, Paul and I are big fans of what we'll say. It's like, the biggest problem today in the Internet of Things is managing the data. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got all these points and all this data. Mm -hmm. And how do you bring this thing together to make sense for what you're trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you found out yourself probably, Mark, hey, I play around with the discharge, you know, yeah. temperature this way, or I play with my, my uh, supply uh, temperature on my chill or output a little bit this way. How does it affect everything? Yeah. How does it do so? How do we really build a, a real model mm -hmm. that puts this together? So what Paul does a lot, and we're really involved in is using uh, building analytics. Okay. Uh, you, know, you bring this a few different versions of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what fits you right now, because once again, I will never, I'm not, I don't prescribe till I, till I know we both know what's going on. But the way to really power this thing through is by analytics. Yeah. Because uh, I've... And that I've, would just... Just to give you a little bit of background, that was what excited Mr. Tapp when we were talking uh, two meetings ago was, oh, you can monitor remotely uh, individual units like that? And, and, and that kind of started the conversation about dynamic. Or, yeah. uh, so, so it seems like an opportunity there that would right. be able to yeah. real time. Or, well, and a lot of this stuff goes up to the cloud, but it, it, you have different people because in the analytics, you can set up how different points relate to each other. Mm -hmm. And they can give you reports back, like saying, "Hey, it appears in this air handler the chill water valve is stuck and it's tempering itself back off using the hot water valve, yep. even though the temperature is right in the space. Yep. There's an opportunity for safety, so it identifies and looks at these little trends. Because mm -hmm. unfortunately, like, how long you've been doing this? I've been doing it here for six years. Six years. Yeah. I mean, I know myself for doing forty years in the industry, yeah. right? used to have the guy come through in the physical plant. Every morning at 8.30, 9 o'clock, he'd come down there, he had his sheet, and he'd yeah. fill out, chill's running at this, chill's running at that, and there's that. Well, 8 o'clock in the morning, there's no load there. Yeah. But he's logged everything because the log is, is done. Yeah. And so analytics allows us to know, look over time and say, hey, as the peak outside temperature changed, or how, this, how did that react? Mm -hmm. And then uh, you can see it. Then it also tells you, some of these analytics will kick out, hey, Maintenance is coming around, but if I was going to be spending labor down on maintenance time doing, here's the top five things to do. Mm -hmm. Because that's how it affects because we tell what's more important. Yeah. So again, this is going to not only be coded red. 
Then the next thing would be the yellow ones. Then the ones that come out green, you say, you know what? You don't need to spend a lot of time on that. Okay. You just don't want to go into a different color, but what do you need to do? And, by, and you start seeing things you've never seen before. Mm -hmm just by using analytics and it also helps us too is after we see the analytics and tell me if I'm wrong but after you see the analytics for a little while and if the analytics is in place then it puts us in a better place and say hey here's the suggestions to help us like get away from that demand thing that you might not have been seeing some hidden thing back there mm -hmm. how about if we start instituting this there's things that we've learned that were certain towers that Maybe if you run the tower, if you ran three towers at 66% capacity, it's better than running two towers at 100% yeah. the energy right. use. There's little details mm -hmm. in there about yeah. how the fans run because the power fan factor, the VFDs, and everything else yeah. all together, yeah, we that opens up to it. We yeah. can't do it with our towers because they're a single for each chiller. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. We do it with pumps and stuff like that. So. That's what I say. So all I would suggest is going forward, if if you're interested, what what I would say is that, uh, Paul, tell me, I'd rather like set up a time, maybe a few hours one day, yes, to meet with you, Paul, and I will go through the physical plant, look about how you're running things, mm -hmm. and then we can come up. Uh, we'll get the Alton, look at different things, then we can come up with the strategy moving forward. But it's going to be a piece by piece strategy. There's no magic wand. Yeah. It's just said, you know, at one point you say, hey, do I really want to partner with these guys? Does it seem like it makes sense to work together with these guys? Yeah. And move forward. So I'd rather earn your trust and earn your business by showing you here's the different steps. Because we, we're not cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not tied to a carrier or train or any kind of no. cooling tower or chillers. No. We we're product discuss. independent. So how do you guys gather data then? Well, go ahead. Um, yeah, it, it depends on the, the system, but really what I would prefer is to have some sort of like backnet communication protocol and then we're just pulling out data like one directional to a, a cloud server um, where then we have some sort of engine that's processing it that's you know got these relationships of what this point means and what that point means and you know okay these are in this cooling tower and that cooling tower is for this chiller and this mm -hmm. chiller serves these air handlers and so it all gets kind of mapped and brought together um but yeah i would prefer to just pull something out via backnet yeah our stuff's all backnet so that wouldn't be a problem i wouldn't think good okay it, yeah, those uh, things are nowadays too. So, well, we were talking one time. I noticed it was I thought it was very interesting that the critical time for you guys a lot of times starts about four a.m. because right. uh, that's when people get to the airport mm -hmm. for that first flight. You know, they start to roll in here and check in bags, and yep. so is that when you're really seeing things like chiller peaks and uh, peak demand use? Still, is there a certain time or we have? A glorified greenhouse over there so our solar load is yeah. you know it, it's not really i love that i've never heard that yeah, people driven it's a yeah. lot of solar load so still yeah. hottest it's just when it's super hot that's not very good um what sort of like trending are you using right now or what is like a you know an operator interface look like on so, the system for like who's managing your central plant and how are they looking at so 
I manage it, and it is all the trending and stuff is done through Allerton. Um, okay. That's I don't love it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few caveats that I'm trying to navigate through. It's always been that way, but um, yeah. So it's and we're not a big place, so we don't have like an operator. It's right. You know, jack of all trades and try to master some but okay. uh, yeah so I, I log in and monitor every day I mean we have you know email reporting yep. as far as alarms or anything like that so um, but yeah there's no central plant other than just us yep. and yeah taking a look at it okay. I mean we have we can remote in and do anything that needs to be done mm-hmm. you know so um, cool um, so one thing we've gotten more into is a, a company with dynamic and total comfort kind of interfacing together is like a virtual PM. So when we have a customer who's got some sort of, you know, we have some sort of connection into their building, whether it's just their building automation system or you know, it's one of the office who's one of their A-level technicians mm-hmm. working on it too. Um, so there's really like more of like a, a team of people who are kind of getting their eyes on this equipment to yep. understand how it's operating and you know if we want to start talking about making a change you know we have like a review process so we're doing something that's going to make sense for the plant and the equipment and I guess yeah. the, the occupancy or you know some yeah. factors like that yeah yeah we saw things um, we have another customer what did we say it was a seventy or forty thousand dollars a year that's the like end. 45, 50 or something. Yeah. I mean, we just did the analytics on it and found out that their present control company, the way they wrote the program and everything else, they were leaving the fans running all the time. Mm-hmm. They never shut off. Yeah. And huh. so our areas that were occupied, we just simply just changed the program and the analytics proved that out because we were bringing it in and saying, wait a minute, and about $50,000 a year energy savings right off the bat by shutting oh. fans off. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's, there's hidden things that sometimes you don't see in some of these programs that by able to bring it in there and build that engine with the, the, the analytics brings opens up other ideas. And you got not only does the analytic machine have insight, because mm-hmm. you teach it certain rules and its engine develops, it has its own insights, but then you got different teams of people looking at it from different points of view. Oh, absolutely. And reporting back in. So you got the human factor, you got the robot factor, mm-hmm. and everything else working together. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are pretty cool because it's, you know, it's pulling all this data into a cloud, and then it's also kind of building rules based on other similar equipment from different buildings. So, you know, you're never going to see somebody else's equipment. I'm not going to see somebody else's air handlers for, you know, somebody who's not my customer. Mm-hmm. But, um, the people who've developed this software, you know, they're looking at, okay, let's look at all these chilled water air handlers for when we build these rules. So it's, you know, every time a new building is brought online, that data set is getting larger and larger. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really kind of like uh, talk about AI or, you know, some sort of buzzword like that. You know, they're, yeah. they're pretty cutting edge with some of it. So it's, it's cool stuff. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff that um, you know, the Allerton system will do with night setbacks and stuff like that. Well, yeah. It'll gather outside air temperatures and decide, yeah. you know, hey, how yeah, long does yeah. it take me to get yeah. this space back to the interior? So, optimize start yeah, start. Absolutely. Or so, mm-hmm. yeah. But 
We don't have anywhere that we totally shut air handlers off just because we're usually occupied almost yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not saying there's not no. somewhere we yeah. could. But and, and I, I'm just using it as an example. Every yeah. place is different. Yeah. How it is because that place has occupancy up for on. We have other customers that it is all about reliability yeah. and they've got rooms in there that they're putting out product and then yep. that temperature has to stay between two degrees and so oh, many yeah. in so many humidity levels. So yep. every customer is individual. I will never use a cookie cutter answer for you. Yep. I'll just explain some of the capabilities. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm familiar with Arlington too. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, I've been around the block with the controls. Yep. So, you know, working on it. So I've seen, I've seen them, okay. and as long as it's back net, there's a lot. Allison's one of the ones we can do, work with. Okay. Yeah. And I know we came to talk about chiller optimization, but I know that we're doing this also on package units, uh, being able to track four different uh, inputs on on package units. I know yeah. that's a really been a, a yeah. exciting thing to see with that virtual PM piece. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Noticing which parts you need to take to the job before you go, because <laughs> you could see, okay, it's a problem with the in, intake or. Yeah, we're kind of watching like a refrigerator leak happen in real time, and we're okay, we know that it's leaking. Now we gotta go over here and fix this. You know, repair this mm -hmm. connection. And yeah. it, some of the data is pretty cool, but it's it's really about what you're going to do with that data and how you process it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think that would probably come into play on some of our properties, lease sites, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that's kind of where our package and our space systems yep. and all that type of stuff is. Yep. Uh, maybe on down the road, I don't know, well, maybe we can look at it. Like, for instance, have a rental car facility. And, and of course, it's not a service contract with uh, a, a reactive maintenance, it's not yep. really a preventive maintenance per se, because, you know, we find too many bad compressors. Mm -hmm. you know, so that might be an area that. Uh, where we could probably use some service to be able, if you can give us that, uh, what do you say, predictive maintenance. I've never seen it work, per se. I hear it. It sounds awesome, but I never actually you know, uh, heard anybody really own it. Yeah, and that's what we're, this is a newer product. We're one of the ones that's really moving ahead with it. Mm -hmm. They came out as a beta test. We've got it now on four sites. So different versions. So it's something that's starting out with. It's working well. I'll give you another example of a, a place that really need reliability, and one of their units. It's working fine. It's working, and it's got the temperatures. No one's really complaining about the temperatures. But all of a sudden, we started picking up that something's going on with the tubes and everything else. They're starting to clog up in the refrigerant circuit. Mm -hmm. And since the unit's 30 years old, I said, what you have here is hardening arteries. And sooner or later, a oh, is going to let go. And, says, and then, because it's a reliability factor, you're going to have a failure. Right. And right. in today's world, with the supply chain issues and everything else, I says, either you're going to have to rent a temporary unit, uh, you know, a portable unit, or you're going to suffer waiting so much time to get that unit in. Right. Since the top clock is ticking, let's just get a new unit ordered right now. And I was like, thank you. We're going to avoid, because reliability is the most important thing to them. Right. And yeah. so that's what this device pointed out to us mm -hmm. that you would not have seen otherwise. How was it pointed out again? Just Well, 
I mean, just but the, the technician looking at it who's doing what the virtual PM says. I'm a detail okay? kind of guy, just curious. Yeah, <laughs> so he's looking at the, so what it does is giving you the vapor pressures, the, the temperatures, it's telling you what's going to superheat, some cool, it's called approach temperatures, and discharge, and all, how all those relate together. Mm-hmm. That's what it's telling you is you got a clog happening. And, you know, once refrigerant gets to a certain age and that oil in there, if you get close to 30 years, and some of that oil starts waxing up mm-hmm. and starts causing the clog. And the thing's still working, but it's working higher head pressure. It's, it's just waiting to die. So is that a controller that you put on and it has sensors of its own that it monitors that? Yeah, it has okay. sensors of its own. And actually, we put a modem on the building. Okay. And it actually all goes up to a cloud. Okay. And bring it. So it has nothing to do with getting in your network and your system, mm-hmm. but it also makes gives you a dashboard that you can see and you can monitor. So if you had a building that had 15 or 20 rooftops, would you be able to do all of those um, off of one modem, or would you have to? Yeah. Okay. Well, depending on how, many, how long the you know. Yeah, you can put like a repeater or something like that that bounces the signal. Because that's the one we said forty thousand. They got twenty seven units there. Yeah. I don't know how many units we got over at ACC, but that'd be a good one. Do each little individual package unit sit, send it to the modem, and the modem sends it all the way up together? Mm-hmm. Is that how that works? Yeah. 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 Right. Well, we we do the maintenance on the building, but we have another AC does it properties. So we're kind of on a reactive type thing, yep. or, and we have a contractor. They do preventive maintenance, yep. but we have to be the one to go and look at it, see if, if it just needs a simple reset, or if it needs compression. Now we're we're looking for compressor uh, prices and all that type of stuff. Yep. So if we can add some of that stuff off, that's uh, it will make yeah. our customers over there a lot happier. Yeah, that's where it's at because you have to understand, you know. We're predominantly first. We started off, we cut our teeth on being a maintenance company, mm-hmm. okay? But our, our maintenance program generally leads to 80% of the contracts we have are full coverage contracts, where if that compressor goes bad, we eat it, mm-hmm. all right? So we've learned, uh, our guys are taught, and all the things that they go through, the first thing is don't let things break. And you see an indication to stuff with, it's easier to do a repair or a replace while it's not an emergency, instead of waiting for the, the worst time, you can plan things out. And it's yeah. a better cost for everybody. So we make money by not letting you break down. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and that's what we're leaning into this, this program with this other device is really teaming up well with our customers that way to what we call our virtual PMs doing it ahead of time, really working with the systems. Yeah, I think it went full circle on the RFP for next year. Correct. If I can get some language there, I, and I can make it a bit more competitive yeah. bidding process. If I can yeah. see why you guys didn't, didn't do it the last time. Yeah. It's just our, we have a model, you know, yeah. and yeah. our lane is different than everybody else. Yeah. That comes back to that franchise piece that, we, that you mentioned in the very beginning about link service. That's, it's hard to compare apples to apples when they're not apples. Apples and oranges are Yeah. I used to say, I used to have a picture in my book where everybody says apple to apple, I opened up my book and there's two apples, and one's cut open and it's an orange inside. <laughs> but then another buddy of mine said, you want to check to apples to apples? Do you know there are over 3,000 varieties of apples across the world? <laughs> what apple you can compare to what apple? Sorry we got on a tangent. So you mentioned the, uh, keeping the tenants happy over there. Yeah. We call that tenant retention. Uh, 
have there been issues or have you have you had to comp you know space uh, rent sometimes because units have gone down and they're not happy well, we here? probably purchased more units this year over there than since I've been here mm -hmm. I'll say probably anywhere probably about I'm gonna say close maybe eight mm -hmm. you know this year it's just you know you're talking a few dirty ton mm -hmm. units it's lucky you got them yeah yeah so yeah, you're right i got to marry but now you said last time to be all cross at it you know like something go family like it's 20 yep. 23 25 weeks out don't get so, worse yeah I got I, I got some there close to 50 weeks when you get wow. into the bigger stuff you know you get some and the problem is because everybody has decided since they couldn't get stuff in the supply chain early enough they decided there's new rules coming from 2023 and the energy levels that they're supposed to put out. So the, all these companies went and that. changed over to hit the 2023 levels. Mm -hmm. But like Carrier, for their 20 ton units and up, their software isn't even done yet to tell you what performance wow. is coming out of these units. So I can't give you a price on it. Mm -hmm. Train, I can get numbers on, but they don't know when it's coming out and I have to wait. Then I had another example last week. Um, one of the colleges we take care of, they lost one of their chillers. Now, it's not that old of a chiller. It's less than 15 years old. Okay. The thing went down. But uh, the problem is I can get one part takes me 16 weeks, and the other part, I got a compressor coming in. Mm -hmm. It's a magnetic bearing chiller. Sometimes they're, they were a beautiful thing to think about. But anyway, yeah. but we went out and we we're getting a rental chiller. But the problem is now, a rental chiller is like $28,000 a month. I mean, they, they know they got everybody yeah. by the short hairs oh, yeah. because... You know, you're waiting. I got a unit I ordered, a uh, 120-ton chiller, air-cooled chiller. I ordered it two months ago, and I won't get it till February. So everybody's got to get these rental chillers in. Yeah. And so they know the market. They got it. Yep. And they're charging these unbelievable prices. So what we're trying to do is really getting ahead mm -hmm. and making sure we got people, you know, doing the capital planning, mm -hmm. knowing what we're doing, and having the right programs in place. It sounded like capital planning was a big piece of what you guys are doing. Right, absolutely. I know you said uh, in our last meeting, you said you had to pay more than planned last year for new equipment. Uh, yep. That seemed like absolutely. a yeah. Hard, it's hard to budget when you got things like that mm -hmm. that aren't in the budget. Yeah. Yeah. They've gone up over 30% costs right now. Yeah. Another manufacturer just doing automatic 1% rise every month. Mm. And everybody's just supposed to accept it. Wow. I think they're going to change the refrigerant again, right? They will be. Yeah. I wish they could come back with refrigerant like R22 or some of the other ones out of there. It was like the best made refrigerant ever. <laughs> it was. This is ammonia. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, I know. Yeah. Actually, I, I was trained in ammonia. Really? Yeah. I, I don't care to go back and do that again. Yeah. It's some scary stuff to work with. There are two things that I had written down um, from last meeting. Square D in the distribution center and terminal. Is that yeah, I mean, I know you was talking about interfacing and stuff like that. We got some uh, like smart logic uh, on some of the square D equipment. Yep. Love to be able to try to interface that and be able to pull some data off of that mm -hmm. to see if we can locate our spikes. Yep. Okay. Some dirty power and all that type of stuff. And make right. This type of recommendation. A lot of electric equipment communicates versus Modbus. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it depends what kind of 
some of the Jaces you might have in because it's only so many years old with Allerton and might be using a Jace and the Jace is able to speak Modbus also. You can put a small card on it. We're not running that through Allerton. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. I'm talking about the integrator yeah. so you can, yeah. bring, you can bring everything to one point. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you can do an integrator so you can talk multiple languages. Yeah. But that's what these things do. Yeah. We've got ACMs. Um, yeah. So I think that you can integrate through those as well. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And then you had the ice chiller go out. Did I hear that right? He was work rack to meet the whole problem. That's a mechanical chiller, um, and we're waiting on train to get a valve in for it, an oil valve in it. So, yeah. Sorry, random notes. I'm just trying to yeah, yeah. make sure <laughs> you covered everything. Mm -hmm. Something about Hoffman and Hoffman, but I'm not sure what that was. I don't have anything other than that. But uh. So, what sort of like power meter integration do you have right now into any sort of system? So, all I have that we are integrated with is just the pulse meter. Okay. Um, that's the only yeah. thing that I can see right now. So like your main Mm -hmm. Yep, it does double terminal. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't break down to where I can see. Yeah, which one? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, if we want to continue to talk more about chiller plant optimization and stuff, there's going to be some like low hanging fruit just in terms of submetering, like the heavy hitting components of mm -hmm. the plant, or. Like we have one customer uh, at a hospital, and they have they have their central plant submetered between the heating hot water and the chilled water side. So, you know, they're, they're, we're looking at these power spikes with them, and then we're able to drill down into okay, is this coming from the chillers? Is this coming from the boilers? Because they're operating both at the same time, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and so just having that sort of granularity. Yeah. Will yeah, that probably be, be something you need to do. Yeah, agreed. Good point. That's right. Because like, just the the trending data and that sort of thing will will only get us so far. But if you really want like a, you know, to have like an active demand side management mm -hmm. thing going in house, you need to have somebody able to watch like a power meter. Yep. In a plant or yeah, for your handlers. You know, our distribution. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think we have that, uh, that smart logic control where you can probably tap into that because we have the chillers coming out of one. Yeah. You know, and it starts to kind of risk it up. We kind of sub meter it, kind of monitor mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And it can kind of direct us on, yeah, we got an issue there. We, you know, yeah. pretty sure we're going to see something. Well, it's spikes. Right. Yeah. But if you're all interested in what we've been talking about, I think the next step is. Is for Paul and I to come back and do a physical inspection of the, of the sites. Do you agree, Paul? Yeah, Can yeah. I would want to just get like a better feel for what sort of equipment you have here and how you're operating it, and then you know we'll be able to discuss internally, like you know what we think might be a good fit, or figure out more of you know, really what you guys are after. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love to so good. How do you guys, I know there's different companies, different models, but how do you make money off of us for doing this? 
Is it a flat rate or is it a? I don't. I really don't know yet, but I will promise you. Yeah, we're about making money. Okay, okay there is no doubt about it. We're because that was the next thing I was going to say is, I'll make you one promise, and I need you to make another promise back to us. I promise never to waste your time. Mm-hmm. Just don't waste mine. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel no time, we're not going to do anything, and not doing anything that way. Let me know, because right. see, in my life maybe is the worst thing you can say to me. Mm-hmm. Just say no. If you're not interested, say no. Fine, we're all adults. I can walk out the door and I'm done with it. Yeah. But, you know, it's the type of thing that, as I said earlier today, we want a partnership. Mm-hmm. And we, when we build good partnerships, those are the people we have as customers for years because yeah. they see the benefits and everything else through it. So yeah. first got to find out if you're a good partner. you got to say, are we a good partner and are you a good partner? Mm-hmm. Does it make sense for us to do business? Right. So that's, that's, I think, the next step is to come through, as Paul said, let's see what you have. Mm-hmm. Then what we can take a look at is everything that we have in our, in our cupboard, in our, in our kitchen that we're going to cook from, mm-hmm. you come up with a solution. What pieces do we need to come by and say, okay, we think this generally will work for you. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you, like, here, here's the program cost. Once we know what it's going to be, approximately what it's going to be, then we'll share that with you. And then you'll say, okay, we like this, go ahead or not go ahead. And then what we'll do is we'll put more hours into it, getting it finalized, mm-hmm. where it's at the right number. Mm-hmm. And that way we can say more, here's, uh, by spending X, this is what results you can expect. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's very hard for us at this point right now to say, I'll do an optimization for you. I say, oh, we can save you this much because we don't know what you're using right, yeah. right now. We're, it's blind. And so it's so, it'd be so fair for me to, it's not fair for me to walk into a place that we're going to save, save you 10 to 20% of your, you know, chilled water energy budget. I don't know. And, and just to kind of plant this seed, what has worked in the past is when we come in, like with a school district where they have the whole bidding process and we could work with them as a professional service because we're doing things like virtual PMs that other people can't do. Mm-hmm. That's that's one way that we're able to partner with places. So okay. just trying to plant that out there. That that works with that kind of model too. Because okay. we know that there's a lot of politics, like you mentioned, with the. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have those here. Yep, and we're aware of that, but we want to help. And okay. We're right here in West Columbia, too, so we're not far. Uh, well, you want to look at dates now, or you got your calendar on you? So when, when Bill's talking about you know, how we want to partner, mm-hmm. um, there are times when we have an agreement with somebody, and they're, they're not good partners to us, right? Because we're trying to make recommendations on this equipment is going to fail. You know, you need to be proactive about this. You let's start replacing things, helping you guys develop a capital plan, you know, five, 10 years into the future. And, you know, there have been a time or two where somebody doesn't want to, you know, spend anything to replace this stuff. And so, you know, when we talk about like a good partnership, that's, you know, we're kind of interviewing you guys as much as you're interviewing us Mm -hmm. because you know, we we can bring as many things to the table as we want, but like Bill's saying, you know, that's like the don't waste your time type yeah. of thing. It's like, you know, it, it cool. kind of goes both ways. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, we'd, professionals. Be, we'd be doing our maintenance and, you know, we've got some 
amazing chiller techs and guys who can just, you know, tear stuff apart and rebuild it better than it ever was if they need to. But, you know, ultimately if there are, are key components with your mechanical equipment and, you know, for years somebody saying, hey, you know, you should think about replacing this and never do, that's kind of the, oh, yeah. you know, the partnership yeah. that Absolutely. we're talking about. So. Yeah. Our operations department is fantastic. We got guys, you know, on our service, service side right there in over 30 years mm. with the company. That's kind of unheard of in yeah. this industry. And one of the things is Mike Branham, who is our service manager, he's been given the checkbook. He's allowed to go out and hire talent if they become possible on the uh, open on the street mm -hmm. and in the last couple of years he's hired away train their startup guys wow so when you have issues that these guys really know the train equipment mm -hmm. and I got a couple other guys that are really good with carrier Yorks but we've got some really good chiller guys but because we were able to they were guys are getting a little bit older mm -hmm. and so their benefit package is getting a little higher mm -hmm. and so as a government they decide that to move some of that talent away and we scooped up that talent welcome into yeah. our family so we're very blessed with the guys we have, but is that first? This is an interview process for yeah. both sides. So we really want to work together. What we bring to the table, we'll show you more things as we go along. Okay. But and when it comes to an RFP and everything else, and they put it together, that's that's fine. That's on the maintenance contract. Everything else. What yeah. we're really talking about is optimization. That's yeah. kind of a whole different subset. Because everybody else is different, so I don't know how we'll handle that yet until we can have a better understanding. Right. Okay. So I'm trying to separate the two. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I'm looking at two pieces here. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. One's got to be our RFP, uh, but I got to get the scope where everybody. Yeah. You know. And we'll glad to help out with that. I did that yeah. with a few other people. Yeah. And this other part, I think we 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 gotta we have to see what we got. That's right. right. Exactly. And you may you may come out and say, you know what, you're doing all. You can do nothing there for us. I, I, As you said, know, we can't squeeze the utility bill anymore, is what right, you said. Right. <laughs> I heard it once. I want to hear it again. I met with the customer last week, and I moved around their building because, it's a, you know, they thought they were spending a ton on energy. I said, no, you're above the benchmark. You're you're an energy star certified. You can be energy star certified. Wow. wow. And like, what? Where's my? No, you're not. We went through the report. I said, no, unless we miss the meter here, so let's walk yeah. the building and count all the meters I can count. They said, no, <laughs> you really are doing that well. That's awesome. Okay. And so, yeah. what so about the, what else can I do for them? I'm sorry. Like, right. I'm sorry. If you have any more problems or issues, feel free to call me, but you're good. Hmm. I was thinking, um, you know, next week's kind of crazy with Labor Day. and I, I, I don't know what your schedule looks like, but... Monday the twelfth. I am actually off that week. Good for you. What I got we'll, a lot of things going on that week myself. Okay. Um, what if we said that next Monday the nineteenth? You'll be off, but we can do the twentieth. Twentieth is good. Tuesday twentieth. Yeah. You want to say eight, eight o'clock? Does that work for you? Eight o'clock in the morning. Well, uh, Paul, you got to... Uh, Who Jack? Thanks a lot, you know? Does that work for you? Yeah, I got that. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you're just... You're just <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, take right. your time. You just met, just like assigning me. I got enough people. My wife making appointments for me. <laughs> My boss makes appointments for me. Now I got Matt making Bill, does the 20th for work for you? What? <laughs> does the 20th work for you? Yes, it was. <laughs> okay. Awesome. No. Send out the invite. I will. 
9.20. And again, we just started at 8 a.m. And if it takes an hour and a half, to whatever, yeah. go from there. 8 a.m. works for you? You come from Hendersonville. Yeah, there's great at your day. Sky's country up there. Yeah. That was beautiful. Right? <laughs> That's good bike ride yeah. up there, too. That's easy. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. I yeah. recognize yeah. that. Yeah. And I got a nice little loop kind of in the Laurel Park from mm -hmm. my house right around. Uh, oh, yeah. Little drive up or jump off rock. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, fellas. Thank you. It was good meeting you. You as well. I gotta keep running, but uh, all right. thank you. 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 Thank